Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and this is part two of the glasses that we see life with. And I want to talk about tension. Because anytime there is change, anytime you start something new, and may in maybe in this case it would be salvation, and it would be I am I am now forgetting the past. I'm pressing on to 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 what lies ahead. I am uh, I, I'm looking forward to what lies ahead. I am pressing on to reach the end. Right? If anytime there is change, anytime there is uh, change in the air, change in the family, change in you know relocation or any kind of change. Change brings tension. And a lot of times we as people, we we don't want tension. We don't like tension. We like comfort. We seek comfort. A lot of us, 99.9%, including me, I, I like to be in comfort. I do. But I also know that the tension is good. And uh, tension is something that builds, truly builds our life. And I've shared some things in, in, in church last Sunday that our church, Impulse Church, have uh, values. We have 10 values that the church lives by. And number one value is Jesus is the center. He is in the middle of all of our lives. You might be watching and say, well, uh, why do I need values? Maybe for church is a good thing to have values, you know, for business, but why do I need values? You see, when you have godly values in your life, not just your business, not just church, not just, uh, but your life, your family, those, those value will be able to help you see the world in, in light of those value. It's like new glasses that you're putting it on. Because you have values, you will be able to see future clearly. You will be able to see the things that God has for you clearly because values are the most important thing in life. It's like, it's like 10 commandments, right? When, when, uh, when it, Israel were in, were in the desert, Jesus, God, and I believe, and it says that Jesus led them through the pillar of, of cloud and the fire. So that's why I said Jesus. But, but let me just say God gave him 10 commandments. And he said, hey, I want you to see life through these 10 commandments. Those commandments were values to live by. They were commandments from God. And they were things that they need to now see the world, the, the world through. Don't steal. Don't kill. Okay, we're going to live by these things. Now, values, they're not, they're not really as commandments. But you can introduce them in your life and really live by them. And, and when you live by them, it's easier to see, it's easier to move forward, it's easier to grow because, oh, it's easier to see when you derail from the journey that God wants you to live on. And it's easier to know how far you have fallen or how clearly you are on the journey of God. You see, the biggest thing, as I shared it in the last po podcast, that that the biggest things we get to this moment, I'm saved and I'm good. 
I'm saved. Lord, save me. I have eternal life. I don't need to do anything else. I'm good. But it's so opposite of what truly Christian life is supposed to be on and built on. Because it's supposed to be built on Jesus. And Jesus has foundation. Jesus has, we need to look at his character. We need to look at his life. And, and we, we can't just go after comfort. But, but we need to look into the things that we have to take away from our life and introduce the new things. Now, a lot of times when we give our life to God, the old is still there. The old is still, is still there. That, that's why he's saying, I'm forgetting the past. I'm looking forward to what lies ahead and I'm pressing on to reach the end. Now, Jesus said this, that you will have peace that surpass all understanding. Not peace that you truly understand, not peace that you uh, that you have peace because peace because of some experience and you, you got a bonus check and you happy and you have peace or because you had a raise because all that is temporary. But Jesus said that my gift to the world, to you, if you if you follow me, that you will have peace that transcends understanding and another translation says. He says you will have trouble, by the way. Jesus warned us. He says you'll go through trouble. You'll have tension. But even in the middle of trouble, you will have peace if I am in the middle of your life. And when I'm saying he's in the middle, I'm saying he's there when you go to work. He's there in every area and every time on Friday night, wherever you go to, he's there. Do you put him on pause? Jesus, let me put a pause, pause button. All right, now I'm going to do my own thing because it's Friday night. And then I'm going to come back to you on Monday morning or Sunday morning. See, Jesus has to be the center. But now when the change is introduced, as I started this podcast, we experience tension. And tension is there. As a matter of fact, tension is everywhere. It's amazing too, when you study tension, or how big that word is. And I truly believe tension is there so we as Christian, we don't wobble. We, we are nor here nor there. I'm not, in, I'm not really following Christ and I'm not, I don't want to be in the world because I know what's in there. And you kind of, you, you step into one leg in the world, one leg after Jesus. Because, and here's the thing, there's tension in both worlds. There is. Because if you want to be in the world, you will, you will live out the consequences of this world. But if you want to follow Jesus, you will have tension in the reason why you will have tension so he can grow you and he can mold you and he and into a person that he always created you to be. So tang, tension bring strength. And let me read just a few verses. It says this in Matthew 6, 34, it says this, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. That's what Jesus said. It's in red. Each day has enough trouble of his own. So Jesus said, you will have trouble. Philippians 4, 6, it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Bible also says that not only are you going to have war, uh, trouble, but you, you're going to have anxiety, anxiety in this world. Because this world will bring anxiety over you and it's going to push you into anxiety hole and just make you to be a recluse sitting and hiding from this world and anxious about every single thing. Also, Luke 12, 25, it says, Who of you by worrying can add a single, a single hour of your life? 
So there is trouble, there is anxiety, there is worry. And it says, don't worry, because you can't, worry won't help you. Actually, as a matter of fact, it's not a solution at all. It's not a solution, it's a drug. I just want to be worried, because it, it's, you're used to it. That's how you lived life. In Proverbs 3, 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make you path straight. And that's where the, the tricky part is because we want to understand everything. The society is going after information. Society is going explain, 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 explain God, explain God. And we will never be able to explain God. If I don't explain God, if I can't see God in science, and science shows God, science speaks about God more than anything. But, but for the last hundred years or so, we're trying to completely delete and erase God from everything. But that's where a lot of people don't want to do, do this. Well, lean not on your understanding. No, I want to understand. You see, but God's way is above our ways. And in Psalm 94, it says this, When doubt filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. So Bible says you will have trouble. You will have anxiety. anxiety. You will have worry. You will have doubts. And in the middle of that, don't lean on your own understanding, but find comfort in Jesus. Yesterday, let me share something with you. Yesterday, I was going through this anxiety attack. And I go through, I, I, I don't want to pinpoint and say I go through it every month or every three months. But from time to time, the busyness of the world, the things that I go, go through, and you know things that I encounter, Finally, just, just, just this, this, this wall hits me. And I, I was there in the afternoon. Yesterday afternoon, I was just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I went outside and, and, and looked at the, we have a little draining pond. And I love, I love water, how calm it is. And, and I looked at, I sat there for 30 minutes. And I, I'm just, I'm going through this anxiety attack for a second. And then I remembered, hold on a second. Jesus in the center of my life. My wife was in the kitchen. I said, baby, I'm going to upstairs. I'm going upstairs to my room. And I am going to pray. Just give me some time. I need to get on, get, get on my knees and pray. Let me tell you, I, I cried my eyes out. I spoke in promises of God over my life. I, I, I confessed. I repented. I praised God. I ran around and I read the Bible. And it's like a cloud just lift it off and I realized if Jesus is not in the center something else will be always busyness I want to get to it I want to get to it when I get to it and you never get to it worrying if Jesus is not in the, in the center and and I'm a I'm a pastor so so I preach on Sunday. I lead, I lead prayer in the morning and, and all that, even in the prayer, I go to, I go to prayer every morning, but even in that, sometimes you, you, you just, you, you prepare for a prayer. You don't really pray or you, you do things. So if you're a minister, if you're a pastor, I, I don't care where you are, you need on time on your own with Jesus. Jesus is the center. If Jesus was not the center in your life today, that's why anxieties come. That's why the past come. And we're not forgetting the past because, well, oh my gosh, look at this. This is not happening. That's not happening. So my value number one, it's not just in the church. It is in my life. That Jesus is the center of everything I do. 
And the moment anything comes, anxiety, worry, all these things, not all the time, but most of the time, I, it's just a check mark. Oh, hold on. I haven't. Jesus, you were not the center of everything in my life. You were not. Last week, I was just too busy, just running around. You see, the tension will always come from the world. The tension of business will always come. But now everything that's good have attention. Every single thing that's, that, that is good. It says that the gold, in order to, to purify gold, right? In order to, for gold to be 999, that the purest gold there is, it has to be purified by fire. All the other, all, all the other um, metal has to be completely separated. And in order to separate, you have to bring tension. Fire, that is a ten tension. Do you know when you fly on the planes, they, they go through immense test, uh, uh, stress test on their wings. And if you ever seen the videos, they, they put, they put these, uh, this, uh, I don't know, on a platform that, that shakes and the wings go up. The stress test is like seven feet or eight feet. The wings bend up and down. I mean, it's almost like a bird just flying. If you see the video, it's, 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 it's intense. You don't want to be on the plane that has not, has not gone through a stress test, the, the wing stress test or, or engine test or something else. As a matter of fact, you know, the, if you are a business owner and if you have a small business, somebody else got a big business, don't be jealous of somebody who's got a bigger business. It's just the big, the bigger bi business, the bigger tension. It's just your tension. That's all you'll be, you, you are able to bear on, on your shoulders. But the more stress you'll be able to bear, the more tension you'll be, be able to bear, the more employees you can have, the more business you, you can grow and on and on and on. Same thing with submarines. You don't want to go into a submarine that they've never been through stress test. And in order for a submarine to go thousand feet down, it, it, it's immense pressure. But now you see, now we see a blue, blue world, a new world. Anything that good, that is good has tension. As a matter of fact, that's why we're buying new cars. Because new car, the engine has tension. Everything in it is tight. It's not loose. It's not just, you know, fenders wob wobbling, your pistons, you know, going sideways, and your head gasket decided to go for, for a walk. And that, that's a junk car. The more tension, the more, the more, the more tense things are, the bad, better they are. Same thing with rockets. You know, he, he, I was just fascinating by, by the story of Elon Musk, how many four or so just blew up, right? You don't want to be on the one that never went through, through the rocket that never went through testing. So there is tension in our life and tension is good. When you go through change, invite that in your life. As a matter of fact, don't seek just for comfort. Tension is what makes us great in life. What makes us strong in life. When Jesus is in the center of our life and you truly, truly want to live your life by that value, this one, he will, he will place you in different seasons of life and in different places to go through some tensions. Just like he did in Romans chapter five. It says this, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character. And character strength, strengthens our confident hope of salvation. 
And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because He has given us Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with His love. So we need trials, and trials create tensions to develop endurance. Because the more endurance you have, the more endurance, the more grow you, you can grow your business, you can grow your ministry, you can grow other things. Sometimes God's weight on you to, and He will put you in tense moments and how you react to them will, will open, open or close your future because you might not be ready or you might be ready. And those tensions and, and develop endurance. That endurance develops character. And character strengthens our, our, our confidence, hope of salvation. Now, in the end, in the end, is all about your character. In the end, when you give your life to God and you go, you go through salvation and then you're experiencing God and you're seeking Him, the end result, God wants to change your character from forever because it's all about your character. I don't need to look at people for too long to see and find out how spiritual they are and, 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 and really to understand if they truly love God or it's just a feel-good experience for them. Billy Graham said this, when wealth is lost, nothing is lost. When health is lost, something is lost. When character is lost, all is lost. Helen Keller said, character cannot develop in ease and quiet. Only through experience of trial, suffering, trial and suffering can the soul be strengthened, ambition inspired, and success achieved. And John Wooden said this, said this, be more concerned with your character than your reputation because your character is what you really are while your reputation is merely what other thinks you are. In the end, it is all about your character. Let Jesus be the center of your life. Let him change your future. Let him change your character. Invite different tension because it'll bring you strength. It'll bring you spiritual growth. And forget the past. Press on to what lies ahead. And really look forward to what lies ahead. Look, you will see it. And press on. And keep on pressing on. Pressing on. And pressing on. Because the one who started a good work in you, Jesus Christ, will finish it. We'll finish it. We'll finish it. He will end it until Christ come back. So it is our life experience. Live by your values and let people see the light inside you that is Jesus. That is the best way to live. God bless you. And I will see you on the next podcast. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn his face towards you and give you his mighty Peace.